Hi, today we're talking about why you might be feeling out of control. So grab a cuppa and pull up a chair and join us. When I'm with you, when I'm with you. Hi, I'm Carolyn. Hi, I'm Megan. And this is Talking Resolve. Where we discuss real life problems to help you understand how fight and flight and unsupportive meaning takes over your life. So what have we got today? Today we've got a Jane. Jane's asked us a question. Um, she has asked us, why do I feel out of control? It's a pretty simple question, but yeah, why do I feel out of control? I think a lot of people feel out of control and yeah. not really understanding why they feel out of control. And sometimes I think they don't realise how controlling they are or as how a result. they're trying to control as a result because it just feels very normal to them. Yeah, there's a, I mean, there's a couple of things going on with why we, I think there's two separate things, why we feel out of control and then why we feel the need to control. Yeah. So usually the need to control comes from the fact that you feel out of control. And usually out, when I'm talking about out of control, I mean on the inside, that yes. you feel out of control inside. Yeah. Um, and that in order to try and get some control, we start using controlling behaviours. Yeah. In our external world. And so just that can start, I was just thinking, um, what might what might it look like for people that feel out of control? So then we've we've got like anxiety, worry, yes. um, having to know what's happening with everybody around us, um, needing to know all the details of everything. And I think you had a couple of little examples about that, maybe like really yeah. needing to know down to the finer details. Yeah, so the example that we were talking about before we started today was that this is the person who's planning their wedding and needs to know how many prawns are going on everybody's plate. Yeah. Uh, and not that this is a, necessarily a bad thing, but it's if you're finding the need to do this, like I can't, I get very anxious unless I'm doing these behaviours, then that's when it's a problem. And that's mm -hmm. an indication that I really do feel out of control inside. The other thing that's going on is that I don't trust my future self to be able to respond appropriately to something mm. happening mm. so because I don't have I because of both of those things I need to to make sure there's a lot of control around me this is a flight and fight behavior this is in an effort to try and feel safe yeah so I feel safe in the knowledge that so and so is doing what I told them to do down to the nth degree so they're taking this car at this time and they're going to turn up at that time and then this is going to happen yeah so yeah, I think there's there's a fine line between ensuring things happen and controlling yeah. the way things happening. And I think the way to tell the difference is the way you feel about it if it doesn't happen. Mm. So ensuring something happens and then if it doesn't, and I know, oh, well, if it doesn't happen, I'm going to do X. So someone might promise me that they're going to have gluten-free food at a barbecue that I'm going to. And then I get there and there isn't any. Mm. and I haven't brought any so I can have a meltdown about it I can be worried about it beforehand and, and pack half the car with gluten-free options or I can just decide to you know head out for five minutes and go and pick something up yeah so ensuring that it happens might be well I'm just gonna take some with me just in case controlling it means you know you tell me what you're what you're doing Mm. Oh, you're providing that. Can you just read the ingredients of that off to me, please? I need to make sure that that's gluten-free. Mm. 
So it's almost like you're pushing the responsibility for how to respond to it over to somebody else so that when it, if it fails, you can blame them. Yeah. I told you to tell me what was in everything. I told you to send me the ingredients. And even if they did, it's not really about whether they did or they didn't. It's the fact that I didn't trust myself to respond appropriately if it changed. That's the future self self you were talking about earlier too. Yeah. 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 And the future self is like, in two hours when I get to the barbecue. Oh, well, there's no gluten-free food. I'll just go and grab something from the shop. I'll just head out and grab something. Yeah. Or if I've got particular um, dietary requirements, I'll just bring something. Yeah. And I don't have to bring it in from the car or I can and I can pop it in the fridge. Don't Mm. have to eat it if they've Mm. provided it. Mm. Um, And you can just say to the person, if because sometimes hosts will get upset if you bring stuff and you're like, it was just in case. It Mm. was just in case. I just do it everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's that's that's ensuring things happen. Yeah. That's different to, oh my God, what if what if they don't have food? What am, what am I gonna do? And mm. you know, your partner might say, You can always get Uber Eats or something to deliver. Mm. And you're like, Oh no, but we don't have the money and that's gonna cost. And you just freak out about every little aspect of that. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's that's when it's starting to cost you. It's costing you in terms of your own sense of calmness and tranquility within it's costing you to have confidence to be able to to go and do the things that you want to do Mm. uh it's costing you perhaps in experiences that you want to have that you can't have Uh, I think we had somebody recently who was talking about you know that it didn't like a particular um way an experience has been described and I'm not sure I should go into it because she hasn't given us permission but it was, and then was thinking, well, what sort of person won't enjoy that experience in that way? And I'm like, and I said to her, it doesn't have to be in that way. Mm. Can't you enjoy that experience doing it a different way? Well, yes. So there you go. It's not costing you. If you can mm. think of a different way to do it. Mm. So I think it's sometimes we just need to take a step back, have a little perspective and go, am I actually trying to control everything? And if I am, why? Yeah. You know, it's okay to try not to trust others to be able to, to deliver what you expect, particularly if you don't know them. But I think if you couple that with not trusting yourself to respond, now you've got anxiety mm. and that costs you. Yeah. Well, there, I mean, there's other costs. We we made a little few notes yes. about other costs. I knew costs I should have taken notes and I didn't. Okay, I can, I can do the notes. So Keep me on track, Megan. Um, relax, little <laughs> cost relaxation, which I think you already covered a little bit. But confidence in yourself, which is that confidence to respond appropriately, um, flexibility, like it's it really it's going to really limit yes. what you can and can't do because you can't just oh I'll be okay when I get there. It's like I have to know this, I have to know how we're going to get there, what time we're going to do it, blah blah blah. Um, and this is a Karen. That's yeah. a Karen. Yeah, that's that's a person who expected something. And then they were confronted with not something they didn't expect. Mm. They don't trust themselves to respond appropriately. They can't, don't have control in that situation. So they flip their lid. Yeah. And it's a, about the most inane things. And just a word on that. So sometimes you think, why are they going off about this? But you don't know what's led up to that moment. Yeah. How did they get to that point where you putting your garbage ba- your garbage can on one side of your driveway versus the other becomes such a problem? Yeah. And it's because they're already at capacity yeah. and then they see something they didn't expect or yeah. they experience something they didn't expect. And it's that, what do I do if I, if what happens isn't as I expected it to, what mm. happens then? So what it's does their that lack mean? Of, 
their lack of control on the inside that makes yep. them absolutely trying to control everything around them like you need to do it my way this is the wrong way this is how yep. it should be done whatever yeah and they they take on the responsibility for the control because they feel that without it they're not safe so I have to I have to impose my will and my control on whatever's happening because mm. it's the only way I know how to feel safe, mm. even if it's ludicrous because it often devolves into something quite ludicrous uh, and that you can't see it when you're in it. I'm not, I'm not necessarily defending Karens because I don't think the behaviour is a good behaviour at all, yeah. but I understand why it happens. I understand yeah. what flips the switch for these people yeah. is because they're already stressed. They already think life is unfair. They're already out of control. And then they then something happens they didn't expect. So I, I expected the person can, to be nice to me and they weren't. Yeah. And I think sometimes if you can look at it, does, like you're saying, it doesn't make the behaviour okay. But if you can look at the behaviour that's, if you're at the other end of someone's anger. Tyroid, yeah. I was going to say tyroid. <laughs> yeah, but you can, it, again, it doesn't make it okay, but you can maybe look at it and go, whoa. They're out of control on the inside. It just might make you feel better after the threat has passed, after the situation's over. It's not okay in the moment. You can respond from your fight flight because you're feeling attacked. But afterward, you can think that had actually nothing to do with me. And that was all about that person. Yeah, I think if you can take that away, I think for some people, they can get really upset, understandably, because they've been attacked by a Kevin or a Karen. Mm. Um, And actually know a couple of Karens too and they really hate that it's all been called yeah I don't know (laughs) because their name's been taken from them so I can understand that uh it's it's having some you know these people are having a bad day Mm. they just they're too far in it to notice that they're the problem yeah um and it's not necessarily that you you know you're the problem it's whatever's going on for you is you just don't understand why it's happening and this is your response to it you're going to respond in a flight and fight way and mm. and Karen is a fight. That's mm. a fight behavior. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. So and it comes back to that they just feel completely out of control. And the only way to create control they feel is by controlling what's happening around them. Yeah. But like any strategy that's outside of ourselves, it's never going to be enough and it's yes. certainly not a solution. Yeah. Strategies give us space, not solutions. Yeah. We, we are our solution. I mean, I'm just thinking of stories I've heard where people need in their home, they need everything or on, on someone's desk. I don't know if I saw it on a movie or I had a conversation with somebody and there was somebody who had a desk and um hope it was on a movie and they would just to annoy them. I don't think it was in clinic just to annoy them. They would have their pen there and they're this there and they're that there. And then they'd come and they just like slightly move the pen. And that would really put the person off because um that was part of their control out trying to yes. control that outside environment um so, and that's OCD too that's yeah. what OCD is about about creating control if I do these behaviors enough mm. it's going to make me feel safe mm. that's the the outward I mean I know we're talking now about a mental illness and I we said we weren't going to do that but that's that's essentially what it is. It's flight and fight in a little bit more extreme example in response to a lack of control. I don't have control in my life. I feel out of control. Everyone's telling me what to do. Nothing goes my way. Those are the sorts of things that people will say when they're out of control and they will justify. The reason I'm planning for this is because nobody's ever does what I tell them to do. Well, Mm. they do, 
it's just you want it done in a very specific way. And if yes. you say to them, well, if you'd communicated that to me and they go, oh, never mind, I'll do it myself. Yeah. But recognise that the reason that you're doing all of this is because you have a lack of control inside. I just I mean, it's like when you get control. the kids to get the washing off the line and they come and fold it and they do a really good job, but it's not exactly how you do it. And then it's like, but I'm not going to refold anything because that's me trying to control a situation like a little thing like that I feel like that would be quite a common thing no the towels need yeah. to be folded this way because they you know there's a I know I like my towels folded <laughs> a certain way but I don't go and refold them if somebody else folds them for me yes or for yes. us it's not it's, just for me but like I'm the main folder there was somebody I knew and she's she's not alive anymore so I'm, I'm sure I can probably I can talk about her because she died a long time ago but she used to make sure that her peg colour matched the clothing that she was hanging. Wow. So you could not put a pink peg on a blue shirt. It wow. had to be a blue peg. Yeah, right. So she had a massive amount of pegs. I can imagine. And, and she said to me, what do you do? And I went, I use wooden pegs. <laughs> they don't have a colour. <laughs> not not like they're not plastic pegs like she was using they're all yeah. these different colors but she had so many of them and all in their little separate bins mm. and she'd take them out to the line like it was like two baskets the yeah. basket of washing and the basket of all the neatly divided I mean, pegs. it would look really pretty <laughs> <laughs> but I remember saying because I was helping her hang out she said, no 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 the blue peg on the blue clothing I was like okay okay <laughs> All right, I'll I'll try and do what you said. Mm. But for her, it was like this is about order yeah. and control because she felt out of control. Her house was immaculate. Everything was lined up everywhere. She'd follow me around with a little cloth and wipe the door handles just to get fingerprints off them. Mm. Um, so, But for her, it was because she just felt so out of control. This is the way she controlled her world was yeah. outwardly because she didn't know what to do about the feeling of out of control inside. Yeah, it's fascinating. It's just, um, I think we also talked about defending against how you feel, like defending because you don't want to feel like that again. So I think we have to get to what's behind some of this stuff, which which is similar every time, but it's the unsupported meaning. It is. It's going to be something's happened. Something's happened that you had no control over and it cost you. Yeah. And your solution, your unsupportive meaning that you've come to, the decision you made about that is this won't happen again if I control mm. everything around me. Yeah. And it's unsupportive because it, that's not how life works. You can't yeah. control everything around you. But still I, that's the solution for me is that I'm going to try and control everything. Yeah. And when I can't, I get really, really worried that that past feeling and thought that I had when it didn't go so well for me is going to happen again. And Mm. that's what I'm defending against. You're absolutely Mm. right. It's Mm. that flight and fight response. But we have the flight and fight response at the time and we're still having it now because of the unsupportive meaning we've come to. That's what maintains the flight and fight. I have to continue to fight against it, Mm. the possibility that it might happen again. Mm. So, and we've talked before, it's not necessarily the experience happening again, because if I fell off a bike when I was five that had training wheels, I don't expect that I'm going to fall off a bike with training wheels again, because that, that happened a long time ago. 
but the feeling that occurred then. So if it was traumatic, it might be maybe a broken arm or something. And mm. I don't want to feel that again. I don't want that feeling of being in hospital and being out of control. There you go again. So and not knowing what's happening and not being able to make any decisions about any of that. Mm. All of that thought process and all those feelings, that's what we're fighting against. We don't want to feel like that again. And we want to avoid that. So that's why we that's why we create this unsupportive meaning and then we're on alert. We have to keep in, stay in flight and fight and stay on alert just in case. What yeah. if it just in case it happens again? Yeah. Uh, we've talked before about the difference between probability and possibility. Mm. So flight and fight isn't about probability. We don't sit there and weigh up the likelihood of something happening. We just don't. We Because we don't survive that way. We survive by considering possibility. Is it possible for this to happen? Yeah. And if the answer is yes, then that's what I need to be prepared for, the yeah. possibility of it happening, not the probability. So if you're, if you're in a bad, if you've had a bad relationship, and I think this was in our very first episode, we talked about this. If you've had a bad relationship, then you don't want to have that experience again. The possible, you might say, well, I'm going to put all of these strategies in place to make sure I pick the right person and I never have to go through that again. But while ever the possibility exists and I have the unsupportive meaning that's anchoring that, then I'm going to continue to stay in flight and fight. I'm going to continue to do the sort of behaviors I don't want to, I don't want to do. And the irony of that is you tend to attract the opposite of what you want to experience and you end yeah, up. Yeah, because we, we go for familiarity, don't we? Yeah. We yeah. like certainty. We're animals that love certainty and predictability. So saying that is even though we don't like the outcome, we know how to, yeah. we know how yeah. to respond to it. That's yeah, because we've had practice. Predictability. Yeah. yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah. So yeah. the solution then is you've got to do the inner work. You've yeah. got to get to that unsupportive meaning. And how can we do that, Megan? Yeah. Well, we've we got have, some nice ways. <laughs> yes, we have a program. You can have a look below. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure I've got the links in there yet, but um, you can certainly Google us or contact um, direct messages or whatever. Yeah. Um, and we can tell you about our program, Reinvigorate, which will really help you figure out what is the underlying unsupportive meaning that you've come to. What's the experience that perhaps led to that or set of experiences that are unresolved. Yeah. Uh, and then doing something about that. Yeah. That's when it will change for you. Yeah. But also having the knowledge that we're trying to provide here and understand that um, it it's part of how we function as well. Yes. It doesn't yeah. make you. Making you normal. Yeah. Yeah. Because we all do this. We might not be expressing flight and fight through, con through control because mm. uh, that's, that's an individual behavior, but there are a lot of people who do. Oh, there's a lot, a lot. of people who do. Yeah. Otherwise we wouldn't have a thing called OCD. We wouldn't have a thing called anxiety Yeah. or controlling behavior. Yeah. And if this is triggering your defenses, if you're sitting there going, I'm not controlling, mm. if it's triggering you into a flight and fight response in wanting to defend yourself, then I think perhaps you need to take a step back, turn the elephant and say, okay, I've just had a flight and fight response to that. That's normal, but maybe there's something going on behind the scenes that I need to look at. Yeah, and it's just for the quality of life. I think that's what we're all about is trying to improve the quality of life, to understand your behaviours a little bit, understand that you're normal, understand that there's likely something behind it, more than likely something behind it, and then no one working enjoys out what you can do about it. You don't enjoy feeling like in anxious and worrying. People don't enjoy that. They don't wake up in the morning and go, oh, I can't wait to feel anxious today. That's exactly No. Yeah. 
They mm. want to feel a sense of calm, serenity, happiness, confidence, mm. all the things that we talked about before that there's an absence of mm. when we feel out of control. Yeah. And control, when, you, when you're responding from fight, flight and flight with control, um, just to know there is another way. Like your responses can change. And I think from reinvigorate, just as a side sort of comment, we're noticing people saying that I'm responding from a different place. Yeah, that's huge. I think that's what awareness gives you. So as soon as you become aware, as soon as you become aware of a problem Mm. or aware of a challenge or whatever it is, aware of something, Mm. You, it gives you the real opportunity to change it. You can't change what you don't know about. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't, I don't know. know. I think oh. that, that kind of covers hopefully control. Have we been talking for long enough? Yeah, we have. Okay. I kept an eye on the time. Well, we're <laughs> I'm getting so bad there. at that. I'm looking up at the clock going, oh, when did we start? I'm just more focused on saying what I've got to say. Yeah. Well, I think that doesn't sound um, like me, does it? No, not at all. <laughs> oh dear yeah so hopefully that helps people who might I mean I guess I just do want to add sometimes control can people can take I'm controlling in the wrong way like and it's just what you talked about with that defensiveness but it's it doesn't the control trying to control your environment from a place of fight and flight isn't doesn't make you a bad person or it just makes you need to do some inner work and understand that it doesn't have to be like that and it can be more relaxed more easy yeah what what you can get out of it is more you can get more time back because you don't need to be micromanaging everything or everybody you know there's so many positives to looking at am I controlling what can and can't I control do I trust myself to respond appropriately and then yeah have all those confidence relaxation peace inner peace happiness happiness yeah anyway I do think we're getting close to time so all right oh it's nice talking to you oh make sure everybody like share share. subscribe please yeah ask us a question we'd love to hear from you definitely would yeah all right all right talk to you soon thank you see you later it's all right it's so wild.